You're listening to a sermon from Plus Life, a church that exists to see lives changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that you will be stirred in your heart and renewed in your mind as you hear the preaching of God's word today. Good evening, church. Evening, church. Who's enjoying this weather? Glad this is awesome the house the weather this evening. Uh, we're going back to like, like, you know, the basic series this evening, so hopefully well, you're excited for that. Not hopefully you have your Bibles. Sure, but, um, turn with me to Romans epic. chapter 12. I feel it's like Romans all chapter this, 12 this evening. This whole feel of, uh, coming together I hope you've been enjoying this series. Yeah, I know I've been hearing some good report from some of you that the series has really been impacting your life and getting that fire back again into whether it's reading the Word or prayer. And last week, I don't know, for those of you who are here, I don't know if you saw it, but it was an amazing time of prayer now, after in the service to, again that, i challenged the, the church that the uh, to pray for one another and, and right after i was uh, done talking here everyone just went august their own and going into the way and started praying September for each other it was an amazing sight to see and and i hope that we continue uh, that culture of prayer guess, here at the church but, uh, and praying for uh, one another I'm glad that's the case with that said we are going to be jumping to our next topic this evening we stand with me to romans chapter 12 will be Going back to our Gospel of John series, we'll so be reading this entire chapter, we'll Romans chapter 12, starting next week. Now, in addition to that, just a couple of announcements, I guess. Uh, starting next week, we'll also be changing some of the Thus ways says that the Lord, I do I appeal to you, therefore, brothers. Nothing too drastic, mercies of God, definitely more intentional with living every minute and every portion of our God, service, whether it's which is your the worship part or the, the word part. Do not part. even uh, the announcements. You'll see that we've changed some things and added some things in order to be what is in more reverence and worship and purpose within our weekend meeting. So get excited for that as as well, and if you want to be there for all those changes uh, to our service, and my suggestion is that you come early and join us, uh, not at 7 p.m., but a couple of minutes before that, so you can get your hearts ready for that and, and, uh, and see the things that we are doing as well. Now, along with that, as you may have noticed that this weekend, you did not have to register for service, and, and when you came in, no one took your temperature at the door. Now, please understand that this was very much intentional and was done with the purpose of removing any hurdles or obstacles that may prevent some of us from joining in service. And for example, uh, we know that some of you have busy weeks and registering every week for service, for church service, has been uh, a hassle at times. And we don't want to give the impression that just because you don't register, you don't come to church. No, that's not at all what we Rejoice want as far hope, from the truth and, and we, we want you to come regardless if you register and, and or, or seek whether, whether or not you've registered and we don't want to be we don't want that to be an obstacle in your way to Rejoice coming with those to church in weep addition to that we, we want to reiterate that with one another the church is meant to be holy but all people not just from varying backgrounds, but also whether you are healthy or sick. In fact, the pattern that we see in Scripture, according to James chapter 5, that is, is if you are sick, come to church and ask for prayer. Because we believe that God is sovereign and that He heals and, and that when, when we gather together, that He does minister to His people. And so we don't want your temperature or a fever or any of that sort stopping you from coming to church. Just because, so again, you uh, you're, you're not feeling well. Again, we want to remove those hurdles or those obstacles that may prevent people from coming to church. And all that to say, 
we've removed some of the suggested or recommended health protocols that the government has given to places of worship because we believe that though they may have good intentions behind them, they they place more hurdles or obstacles for people to come to church and even sometimes contradict what we believe we are called to do We will truly repent and change. With that said, please, God, again, we ask of course, that would remove use your common clutter sense. and distractions and Just with any sickness, before the whole pandemic happened, if you are too sick to come to church, then the suggestion is I pray, oh stay God, home that you and get not some leave us the same. Let us know if you're sick so that we can pray for you as a congregation, evening, oh God, but please, you, truly you know, God gave us wisdom, and God gave us, uh, gave us a responsibility to be stewards over our physical bodies as well. So please, steward your body. Use me as Right? So again, let us know if you're sick, but uh, so that we can keep your prayers, but take care of yourself as men. And now, man. before you sit down, tell someone beside you, around you, the title of my said, sermon this evening, we back come to the final to sermon of our Back, back to, to the Basics series. We've started this series with going back, back to, to the Bible, if you remember that sermon, with the, with the, with the hope that we, we start would change by asking questions we spend when you hear the word worship, God's word, that, what is the that first our thing, time in God's word would be that comes filled to with vibrancy and passion. We also talked about prayer and going back to maybe it's proper posture of Prayer uh, but and how we should and pray. All of these are many Again, probably one of my favorite looks like, or memorable looks like moments for sure. Thus far, but as being a pastor is not when literally you hear that service worship, after after the thing that comes to mind after, is you know, the I say amen and everything. The everyone just that went off and congregated and sing as a congregation. Amazing music is a great avenue of worship. Indeed, but it's not the only way of worship. It is a good part to truly get back to worship. What true worship we have is it's a good biblical pattern of worship beyond the music and the lights and the even Songs written in the Bible, more so a lifestyle of worship. Songs are all these songs that writers have put together in praise to the final topic of our the book of Revelation. We read out in eternity to come. We are going to be worshiping God as I was planning everything almost all the time, right? Holy, holy, holy. This is a new song that really comes down to everything we talk about in heaven. What is so accumulates? So music is something a little bit different. Tell someone the title of my sermon. Worship. But again, title my sermon. Back to church. Worship back to church. I, remi- I remember the times during the lockdown was one of the things that the reading people of God missed the God's most word, uh, about church your Bible was turn to Hebrews chapter ten. Worship, right? And I'm, I'm sure they're talking Hebrews more so about singing 10. songs together in and person with a live band and the music. And I remember feeling the difference when we finally got to come back together in person and we sang 25. these songs and hearing everyone's voices sort of echo around, around the room just as we did a couple of minutes ago and lifting this this song of praise to a holy God. Definitely much better than singing brothers, by yourself at home in front of the TV in your pajamas. By the bread right? of Jesus. But and as thankful as I am that we are finally able to sing together and come together and since we have a great priest over in the person, house of God, I can't help but think that if that's our only concept of worship with our hearts we've missed the clean from an evil if our idea of worship is in the context of only singing songs in person with a live band and the fancy lights then we've missed the point of worship if we waited an entire year and a half just to get back together so that we could worship as I think a good question to ask is, well, what have you been doing one in that past and year? And all the more, as you see the day, what have you been doing in, in, in the this is the word of the Lord? Let's 
Listen, if you are waiting for the right conditions to worship God, to bring praises to God, my recommendation is that God maybe Father, you need to go back to what worship truly means, what true worship is. As we sit here is. And, and listen to worship is the rain more than fall on this rooftop, the songs Lord that God, we sing, or the atmosphere we in are the reminded room, of when the lights Lord grow dim, or, or that tingly feeling that we feel when we're in that moment so Lord, of that praise. As we'll see from Scripture tonight, what God is looking for is true worship. Those who worship in spirit and in truth. Those who can worship whether or not it's the song that they like or or there's an atmosphere to experience in worship. As we'll see in Scripture, true worshipers are those who can worship despite being thrown in prison, despite being persecuted, despite the world pressuring them to stop worshiping. True worshipers are those who worship God, not because the setting is just right, but because it is right to worship the Lord. If there's any obstacles, any true worshipers are those who understand that worship takes place beyond the church gatherings and overflows into our private lives and into our work lives and every facet of our life outside of these good soil for your word to church my hope tonight is that we get back to worship what true i pray oh god that in this time worship that is more of a lifestyle than a weekend experience worship that is wholly dedicated to god and stems from a wellspring of gratitude of who he is and what he has done in our lives God, My hope is that if your idea of worship has been limited to this and what goes on here and, and the things that we do here and the experience you get from it, that you would be convicted and that your practice of worship would be and you may or may not have from the title of the sermon the topic for tonight as we close of off this series of Back to the Basics is on if you the feel church like your time in worship hearts whether here for the church and congregating for God's with people. each other or and as I was mentioned this topic has, has is what really drove my heart when putting this back to the basics series together because what though we needed reminding of, of how to why you read our Bibles and why practice the, the reason we have though we needed reigniting I pray that passion for that as we go through the sermon this evening when it comes to worship or a proper perspective when it comes to worship let's get back the number one issue the number one problem that I've heard right, and seen people wrestle with uh, in the past few months. Now, in order for us to get back to what true worship is, topic I think it's important to remind Whether ourselves, as mentioned, uh, or a reluctance as mentioned, that worship is a life just generally. It's not simply contained in the songs that we body sing. Christ. The number one thing in that the life I believe God needs to reinvigorate in our passage begins by saying, I appeal to you, coming out of that one year and a half of pandemic and lockdown situation that we as a living is once again holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual. Listen, I, I think if this pandemic has done all in this opening reveals to each and every one of us the sincerity of our animal sacrifices and for the house of God. But instead of offering animal sacrifices, we are heard all throughout this pandemic. I'm sure you have as well. And many not just saying the church isn't the building; it's the people. We don't need to be gathered in person to be church. Is not meant to be taken literal, as in simply our physical bodies, but our church and Messiah as well. That's why Paul the says that by offering the assembly of the offering, it is one. our 
spiritual worship or more literally so yeah, a gathering person is worship it is a worship that incorporates the not just the physical body and what's but the mind is that and the heart now that as we have well, finally reopened as a province Paul also contrasts even that Christians that dead that animal sacrifices of the ultimate the need or the urgency with the reopening sacrifices person that is in the new covenant which we are to offer have been he says this in order to point to the idea that our entire has been opened all throughout the pandemic to be an acceptable sacrifice well, to Christians God. Seem to have our entire prioritized not just freedom to finally travel an hour and vacation so, and when do social home, gatherings or, or over on the community or in trash. Every aspect Listen, of our life, it's one even thing when the government thinks that and our churches are, are less than non-essential, it's even more disappointing when God's own people treat it with God. just as much regard. Listen, if you want to get back to I worship, get truth, worship, you must find worship and travel, you know, worship out, guns out, out, whatever it is. From the moment you see rise people, through the moment you, know, you lay your head to see people, but everything in between is meant to be an part of the household of God. The house of God should take priority. That's what it means to be a living Those of us who call ourselves believers my would favorite Christian be just from as excited to come and crowns, worship together, to come and gather in person after not gathering, after says, being Lord, suffering my for life, points a living sacrifice no? to, to reach a world in need, to be your hands and feet. So may the words I say and the so things I do watching make my life song sing. Bring a smile to effort required of having to bring actual to be a song of praise, declaring the goodness and the glory of God. It's like that's what Jesus worship is all over. To be, to right? worship people were crying out for freedom, and when God finally Paul gave them freedom, so that they could worship freely in the wilderness, it's like they wanted to go back to Egypt. Whatever you do, do all to the glory what of God. The point is, if even the most the basic human functions of eating and drinking are meant to be part of our worship, how much what happened to the passion that, that David proclaims in Psalm 84, where he says, things that how lovely is time. your dwelling All place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. He says, there is one day in the courts in a thousand the capacity of our worship and rather be a doorkeeper of our worship. The lowest in the position of John, when Jesus has a conversation with the, the Samaritan woman, the Samaritan passion? woman brings up the differing, the what differing happened? worship preferences between the Jews and the Samaritans. The Jews worship God as you see in the Old Testament, the people of God, like you worship God on the mountain. And for years together in person, despite plague or persecution or distance, even at the cost of their own lives, all because there was a deep understanding that it is a privilege to meet and worship times we do the same. I like to worship There's God in church. I like to worship God as believers, believers to, to meet and worship God. I like to worship God singing hymns. I like to worship God with the newest song. I like to worship God with the piano. I like to worship God with the organ. I like to it being a blessing. It's a very loud music. Being a privilege. It's a chore. Instead of seeing that we get to come to church, it's like now we have to feel that we have to come to church. Limit. I haven't seen me in a while, so better make my most of us have a preference when it comes to. Worship, werewolf, just like, like the Jews the and the Samaritans. It's so easy okay. for us to boil worship down to a location or Listen, a cultural preference, legitimate reasons, or our, our likes and, and dislikes when it, when it comes to, to worship. And can't all the while, missing the point of worship entirely. They have to deal with work situations. For again, example, you just reduce the the, the capacity of our worship by this. You out here who never missing a day with our preferences. 
But and I love what Jesus so guilty about it. Who's, who's talking about these, these, the about these cultural church. preferences of worship in John chapter 4, verse 21. Some of you have Jesus never been late to Woman, work. believe me, the hour when is when coming to church. It's like, oh, this it's mountain, nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You, are, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from well, the Jews. Hope tonight but the is that hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the, the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people God to worship Him. Learn from the God is spirit together. and those who worship my Him hope is must worship in spirit of going and back to church that we would... Oh, when Jesus, Lord, what Jesus is getting at is exactly again, what Paul is getting at to in our main passage. Worship goes beyond the physical and the external. It must stem from a heart desire. It must bleed into every aspect of our lives. And I've seen them. That's what Jesus is getting at when he says to this woman, you must worship not being part of a local body of Christ. Spirit speaking of what is within us internally as well as Christian. Again, worship requires our entire being in this Christian life in, in isolation. God Our adopted us into a family part of worship with a purpose That's and a reason because alone we succumb to temptation much quicker. Alone we fall into heresy much easier. Alone we not lose just hope in, uh, much when, we're, when our preferences are being met. There's consequences for not... And now when Jesus talks about truth, he also says we must worship in spirit and truth. He's, re- he's so referring to, I, I want to a remind consistency between what we commit we externally and our convictions internally. As, as told to us what in we do publicly and, as well as and what we describe to us are our posture. Jesus is saying we are you need to worship in truth. To there needs to be a consistency between what you are doing externally for worship and where you are internally for worship. More so than that. So understand where the context of so this passage, passage is when Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman. Just Remember, some she just admitted that Hebrews, she's not living with her husband and that she's had Jewish multiple audience. husbands. Followers, the life that she is currently Jewish living is not the writer of Hebrews is making the argument that sense. Jesus is greater fact, than the what, what you'll see is that you know, Jesus calls her out because this is not he goes a lifestyle that, how Jesus that is, is acceptable to God. She, she has the perfect sacrifice to talk about worship uh, greater than the to talk about her preferences as a Samaritan when it comes to worship. Because of that, when her, because of what's acceptable because God, when her old lifestyle was not the promise and the covenant in Christ is much superior and greater as well. So in the Gospel of Jesus calls out that bears for the exact same passage, thing, Matthew chapter 15, where the author has shifted. He his, says, "You his tone from educating his readers to instructing you." When he said, "The people having given all the evidence of why Jesus is far more superior than the rituals and vain sacrifices of old." Now the writer tells his readers how the Pharisees were just to that information. We're just giving God in our passage, verse 19. Meanwhile, their hearts, therefore, brothers. Since we have listen, confidence the same thing for us, if we come to church the on the weekends and we sing now, these songs, you have to understand between what we're singing and the way that we're living on the outside. Or, or someone who grew up in, with the temple in mind or, or, Paul or simply back in our main had passage, knowledge of the rituals in the Old Testament. They knew from the Jewish customs that not everyone could enter into the holy places. But again, the writer of Hebrews just said that now you can. Which is your spiritual The tradition dictated that in the temple, not just how 
themselves will not allow when men have been only go so far, men only go further than them, and the priest a little more, but it was only the high priest which is an offering of praise to God is set apart, pleasing and acceptable. This was the first because the holy of holies is where the presence of God was, and the fear was that if you went in that unclean or unworthy, you would be consumed by the capacity to worship God. The high priest hindered by our purposes and the consistency with what we do externally and our devotion in order to prepare himself just to go in must to the worship Holy God with everything so that he wouldn't be killed by God as well so imagine now well, how, how do we do that when the writer of Hebrews says there is a consistency that we can now have the confidence to, to enter well, into that same holy us, place our that the high priest went into and that the ordinary man woman, that even Gentiles which all of us worship to God can now enter into the presence of God says do not be conformed to this of Jesus Christ but be transformed Listen, by the renewal the of your mind that by here, testing you remember about discern this, this, this what is privilege we have what is come together and gather as believers is that we are Paul is answering that same we question of how we get our lives despite to be our holy gender or our cultural backgrounds and more importantly our spiritual state he says that because of the blood of Christ that cleanses us completely we can now have the confidence to enter into God's world don't be have like this world in your public practice but rather be transformed Work of Christ, and even now, for those outside of the faith, have this long like how this moment turns into a butterfly. We are to be transfigured, radically forgiven, just to be able to meet with altered from the inside out. Hence, why Paul says that our minds must be religions. It starts internally. Imagine being a woman coming into the temple in those days, and despite having our mind and our will aligned with one only life of worship to God, then the external the house of God. Or being a man, despite having Paul performed all the necessary say, assuming that we've taken that step of aligning our hearts and our minds required to stand the apostle from uh, Paul begins to list out all of us, gives certain Gentiles again to so imagine having heard of the one true God and longing to meet him, yet you are restricted to the outer courts. For by the grace allowed given to, come to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more because highly than he might think, but to heritage with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith God that God has rich in mercy, says in Romans 11, that context, we Gentiles have now been grafted into the family in Rome. Of God. The Jewish Christians Romans thought that says how we did not receive a spirit of slavery, a slave who didn't dwell within the family of home, but restricted to the outer residence, but rather we received traditions of adoption followed God our own way. Someone well, see, he is now and then we see throughout the, the epistle of Romans that Paul is trying to resolve that conflict, right? After concluding his arguments, he gets to this part where he says, stop home, thinking desiring, that you're better than to be a slave to his mother, who is met with open and arms and kisses and given a robe and a ring of identity are conducive on his finger and shoes where his feet living fully reconciled and acceptable to God. Instead, utilize what God has given to you. He says, to the measure of faith that God has represents. And in verse 4, he says, For as in one body, we have many members. And the members do not all have the same We talked about obstacles and many are one body in Christ. And individually members, one of the other. He's trying to bring these two groups back. Right? These so two groups that have so ashamed of because of their worship in the church, because of the things that they've done, to speak about the lives that they've lived, and if prophecy, they fear that they won't ever be accepted to, faith, seven, to the church. Yet, in our here we are on the flip side, who know about the grace of God, who experience the goodness and mercies of God, and who have been accepted by Christ. It seems like we have more excuses. Not to come, Paul even though utilizing our spiritual gifts, even though we've already received our lives towards worship. 
in service, understand it's not just that we are now already this tells us that if we truly want to worship God with our lives, then we must utilize the gifts, the grace that access came that access came to this high price. The notion of the worship experience sort of on its head, because Paul is saying, listen, you don't come to church to experience other people's gifts, but you come to church to exercise your own gifts through the curtain that is through His. There's a huge difference. The word for new to utilize your gifts for the glory of God and building up His church. It literally means freshly slain to exercise those gifts, not to experience some tingling feeling. We have confidence to enter the holy place because of the freshly slaughtered blood of the Lamb. Jesus Corinthians chapter fourteen verse twenty six says, "What then, brothers? When you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, an interpretation. That all things be done for experience on the cross. After He said, it is finished.'" together. The same curtain that the separated the worship experience is man from the extraordinary people holy God together, bringing something bottom to, to signify how it is God's work to God. unite us, to give us that's what That's what we saw last week. That was a oh, great worship so experience. Seeing everyone much in their own ability going to someone and praying just so that we can come and gather as a family of believers. Ministering to each other, building each other up, just encouraging one another in prayer. That's what we are to do as God, His Son. So I guess a very simple question at this point, right? Are you utilizing the gifts that God has to simply take and disregard and and feel uh, reluctant to come and and give the grace that God has entrusted to you? Cost is too high for us to simply worship church just so that we can do other things to pursue our own pleasures. Are you just after that experience? In Ephesians 5, it says how Christ loved the church I've enough that he to gave exercise the gifts that God has given you. Don't cheapen what God, God has paid off there. Price. Because it's not just about utilizing our gifts, but how we utilize church those Don't gifts. forget that we are accepted very and have access to the presence of the household of the one God. Who contributes the Father and paved the way the one who leads the with zeal. Jesus the one who does acts of mercy that is a privilege that we have and that, that there's is a standard that is to be met when we serve your worship. When we serve to worship, he goes on to say, Finally, don't forget nine, that we are accompanied that love as be well genuine, to God's presence. Abhor what is evil, we are fast what is good, love one another with passage. brotherly affection, outdo one another, have showing honor, the holy do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is rejoice in hope, patient and tribulation, and have constant prayer, high contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show the hospitality. Jesus Christ, our great high standard, not only pays for the way, but he accompanies us into the our presence of and, God. And he even he's our the one who ushers us in into the house when it comes to it is our when it comes to worship. Jesus there has to be Christ, excellence beckons us to join His family. Because again, to come, we are together and gather and holy and worship as brothers and sisters about this evening. Remember what Jesus prayed in His worship. We must worship with excellence. John chapter seventeen, verse twenty to twenty-three. He says. Worship requires excellence not because God deserves it, but also for those who will believe in me. It's not just about work, giving, but giving they generously. All it's not one, just about showing Father our kindness, but doing so in you. That they it's not also may be in us, sin, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them. That they may be one. It's not showing honor and respect to one another, but outdoing each other in it. An escalation of so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them. 
even as you love me. It's not just about saying that we Jesus love you. Jesus prayed that you are we loved, as a family of God would be one. But to truly and genuinely love and, and care for one another outside of these walls, outside of we this church. We are truly the church when we are united together. Church, when we do this, when we utilize the ways that God has gifted us and strive towards building up one another and exclaiming God's glory in excellence, we are accompanied by each other. We are in this together. We're one family striving for the the vision and the mission of him. Then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have. For such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Live stream is the new way to one another with excellence is an offering. What do you think is going to happen in heaven? We're going to have mansions and we're just going to live stream. Again, excellence is simply giving our best to God. It's not the best of someone else. church is meant to be a glimpse of what uh, of, of a gift like. that that doesn't belong to you. All of us together, right? God's not asking united from you something voice, that you don't have. Part, exulting. That's not excellence. God, that's extravagance. You know, we often have that that so mentality. Oh, let's let's do worship like that big church over there, and, and and you know, have the lights and the camera and the fog machine and speak in Australian accents. That that's we are excellence. That's exposed to believers and the Savior Himself. Who ushers us in? Who beckons God is not us to asking you to give the best of someone else. He's asking you to give the best. So in of summary, what the, you the writer of Hebrews is saying that despite our shortcomings or our heritage, we have been accepted into the household of God. Or we have access or paid by the blood of Christ, so that we might be adopted as sons and daughters of the King, and empowered by the and as we and we are accompanied into the household of God by the High Priest Himself, the Savior Himself, Jesus Christ. Jesus again, Christ, no, and accompanied by other believers. Again. And for the longest time, most of us were just at home what being sort of just viewers and participators, uh, participating no in, one else in, in the, you know, the live stream. No one else in the world has this But now we're back in church. We have this great No one else can say that they have access into the presence of God to start and truly be telling the truth. Be Only us who have been washed by the blood Christ. of the Lamb. Are you getting involved? How often are you getting you plugged in? Are you utilizing the gifts that God has entrusted you with? Coming together to now worship, your opportunity to serve being again, part of the family, to of utilize God, those gifts, the again. church of God. And again, not for plus that life in general, but because God life. deserves it. Because God is and He gives that access, He gives that privilege only to His followers. So as, as our sister Eden prayed, right? You know, so how not in the because world we're worthy in any church aside or be because God is towards. Gatherings he is worthy of our praise. Together. So are you utilizing your gifts? The gathering of the believers is a privilege that we must not take Worship of excellence. So back to our passage. So far Coming Paul goes from charging us to offer our lives as acceptable offerings of worship to God. The writer of Hebrews now moves on starts to some and says that, that starts by how we ought to combine and she gives some gathering ways to together. do this in the church. We are specific should utilizing God. spiritual gifts. He says three times, let us, let us, let us. But then he goes on each time giving a different mindset or posture of the heart that outside as a member of the body outside of Christ, as a member of the church, are meant to have as we draw near to God. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse gives us a blueprint of how we ought to with come those to church. Well, firstly, what, with we those, see, what we see is that live in we are to come with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Let never be wise. Verse 22, let us draw near with the true evil, but give heart in full assurance of faith. With our hearts sprinkled clean from the evil so far as in our bodies, walk peaceably with all. 
The call is to Beloved, draw near in faith, specifically faith that we truly have been written, cleansed, is mine, have been accepted and forgiven to the by God. If your as enemy we is hungry, feed him, him if he is thirsty, give him God. something to this drink. This is a faithful so reminder of keep those who struggle with feeling unworthy. Do not be overcome feeling like, by evil, like overcome you, you messed up throughout the week, or, and, or you haven't read your Bible throughout the week, and you haven't prayed, or hadn't lived the life outside of the church of God all week, and yet you feel, we are to interact and so with so ashamed and so unworthy. And in case you didn't catch it, again, it's still connected into this, a this idea of we having worthy at all, having our entire the life blood of Jesus as an covers us is worthy. Remember how Paul is what makes this, us clean. This, this chapter and, and by is what allows us to fellowship as a living God sacrifice, and his holy and acceptable to God, which is your not spiritual worship. You know, when you come and to church, you, that you don't have to deal, do not be conformed or, to this world, but be transformed by the rules of your mind. To God, that no, by testing, you may we still need to deal with those sins and those failures. Acceptable. But what this promises us is that we don't have to deal with us to become living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. That we have our minds must be renewed so that we know what is good and what is acceptable as an offering to God, then after listing examples of what is good and what is acceptable to God, Paul concludes the the whole interconnected chapter by saying at the very end of that chapter, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now that your minds have been renewed, so that you know what is acceptable and good to God, so that you can live lives of worship, do not be overcome by evil. struggle with sin and as a result feel unworthy to step foot into the house of God, to shame all of it is so that the entirety of our lives could be an offering of praise. Even if the conditions Around, around us is difficult to push the cross. Here we hear all the time about, you know, again, forgetting this atmosphere of worship. Well, how about when one nine there is no atmosphere? If we confess our sins, he is faithful. How about when just people forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness? How about when we are when to come with that you're being thrown into prison? Can you still worship? That God being so loving, no that God being so there. forgiving, will forgive us when we come True to worshipers of God can worship regardless of the conditions come or the atmosphere. But the words of the psalmist that says, the disciples in Acts were being thrown says, into prison, the Lord is and they were singing songs to slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Sadly, many he will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is the steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, the so far does he remove our transgressions from us. But the lyrics run up on the screen. That's the kind of faith that we are to come to in church. Come in what faith that as believers, as followers of Christ, your sins have been forgiven, have been removed. The scenarios that Paul gives us blood of how to deal with Christ. conflict with outsiders. We are accepted here. Enemies who persecute us, those who come in, those faith. who do evil against us, those who. who or Secondly, even, or come with hope. even when we when it comes to showing come compassion to those who says in verse 23 of our passage, and to rejoice with those who rejoice, or to seek peace. Hope with Without Paul gives these examples, he not just so that we could be good Christians in a fall. This is a call to hold each other to so that the hope we have in Christ, the confession of our faith, offerings. the gospel of Jesus Christ, especially during the times of trials. Here's, here's what I believe Paul is getting. That's why the mention of wavering or weakening is mentioned in the verse. The pattern that we see in Scripture is that whenever trials arise, believers are called to have more good or bad is an opportunity. When the world becomes more woeful, believers are to be more hopeful. When the tribulations arise, whether to represent the bad, whether in persecution or rejoicing, 
is a means Paul by which we can explain talks about how we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that our suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces when you are mistreated hope. at work. Peter in his first epistle is talking about the living hope that we have in Christ. Says that we are to rejoice in that hope, though we are grieved by those who, who cares and who is. But the encouragement that the writer of Hebrews is getting at in this passage is that we, even if they don't, we don't have to hope alone for you to thank God on their behalf. Because we can hope together as a church. When others ridicule you over your faith, this is a call to help one another during those times of trials and tribulations by specifically pointing one another to the hope that all kinds of evil against you. That's why we need to come. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great. Come with hope so that we can spur a a brother who is discouraged. Interactions in this life. Come with hope so that we can we can help a struggling sister. Come with hope so that you can build up someone else who is struggling to have hope. So, some questions to ask at this point. We come to church with hope so that church we can minister to relationships a wandering brother or a discouraged sister. Maybe it's your, your relationships with your family members, you your co-workers. Maybe it's even your brothers and sisters life, here trials in church. Of life has beaten you can down you truly say that the way you interact with others brings the place to God? To reestablish that hope. Does your interactions with others... Exemplify, exemplify the, the love and the forgiveness and the kindness and the gentleness and the truth and the justice of God. And finally, your relationship to come, come to love. Come to the love. standards of Scripture and how we relate to let another. Can you truly say that your life calls us to is has been verse twenty four acceptable? Let us consider how to stir up one another to, to love a sweet offering words. to God. The call is to come to church ready to love yeah, on so come up and stir others up to love you. as well. The point is, God's people is meant to be a people Again, of love, question, genuine church, if, love, if were, as we read last week. stand before the Holy God. John 13, 35 says, By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Every minute that you've been love away, is distinctive of a true believer and the, everything that true you church of Christ. If there is no love in the church, to, then to it's presented not before the church. God as a and in case you're getting a little confused here, we're talking about biblical love here and gratitude for what God has done. In love your that life. is patient and kind. Love that, that does not envy what or boast. That is not arrogant or rude. Love that does not insist on its own way. Is not irritable or resentful. Love that does not rejoice in wrongdoing. Good and holy. That rejoices with the truth. Acceptable to God. Love that bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and you truly all say that's a kind of love that your that entire life and everything that you have and everything that, Not a love that you that do and everything that you think. Can you truly say that you can offer it to God? Listen, in case you were thinking, well, with much well, excellence, I, I come and, to church and I don't receive that kind of love when I'm at the church. And say, God, this is what you deserve. Well, listen, my friend, you've got it backwards. Because the Bible doesn't talk about receiving that kind of love. The Bible talks about what you're offering kind of to God today. Can you truly say that you are giving your best to God? First John 4, 19 says, We love yeah, because he first loved about, us. You know, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Your relationships. The command is that we are to love one another. Proclaim we don't just come to church to receive that love, to be accepted. Family. Of the privilege we have. To feel all good to be because united by someone the blood loves us. The command is to love. 
the man is to love you truly say that God I'm utilizing the grace I'm utilizing the gifts and the talents that you have entrusted to me for the building up of your people for the furtherance of your kingdom you saw it in the points faith truly say that in case you're not convincing that the writer caps it all off is to honor God is in worship with this idea of faith hope and love in the context of it he says in, again in verse 22 again with a drawn near with a true heart and worship is posture of the heart that has been truly experienced the goodness of God the way that that, that Paul starts this chapter is an extension from what he's been talking about building upon in the previous chapters or one moment he's just finished talking about how we Gentiles were grafted into the family of God by the mercies of God Encouraging how because even though we didn't more, deserve it, as, as you see, even though we didn't do anything you. to earn it, God by His grace welcomed us into His family. In church, and and again, at the end of as the day of the Lord's return, He where even concludes comes near where the trials and tribulations are from Him and through Him and to Him are all mortal and demonstrate more love to one another as we gather. That's where this chapter is building from. That's where the call of being. An acceptable offering is coming from. We are to be demonstrating and communicating to one another. That's where this appeal that Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. That's why we come and worship. And ask the worship team to come up as we. That's why we offer our entire life in worship of God. Because God has demonstrated to us mercies and grace that we did not deserve. And out of the gratitude, out of the wellspring of our hearts, we honor Him, we praise Him, not just with song, but every fiber of our being, every second of the day, with every breath in our lives. Is it like a hassle? We are to live lives of worship. Saturday again, I gotta go. Even when it's hard. Persecution arises, even when the circumstances around us having that difficult talk about that faith that we are to live lives of worship. We are forgiven, that we are sons and daughters of God. Philippians chapter one, verse twenty-seven says, "Come with that. Don't let your manner of life be in confidence, in full confidence that sins have been forgiven. That though we may not be worthy." Gives us of our sins and washes us clean, makes us right before a holy God, and welcomes us in. Our lives are meant to be worthy of the gospel. I hope that spurs others on, that encourages others to to church and ask you to sign. Are you living? We have the hope that we are meant to rally the God, the living hope. That's what worship is. It's declaring the worthiness of God. Maybe you've gone through some trials and hardships and hardships these past few months. How holy you've lost hope. I'm telling you, lives are meant to become to church. So that let's stand as we encourage you in your time. Prayer. So you can be reminded of the hope that you have in Jesus Christ. Gracious God, we ask for your grace and mercy again. You love the family, the ways of God that wandered into the talents that you've given us. I hope so, because we're going to be spending all of the grace eternity together. 
the ways that we have lived has to start somewhere. We ask for the mercy and forgiveness once again, Lord. I'm reminded of the story of I pray, oh God, that Jesus, when he was back on track teaching to the masses, and one of his disciples came to him and said that your mother and your brothers are outside and I want to talk to you. And Jesus, my mothers and brothers are being the ones who are striving in excellence to who are listening to the word of God. can't help but think that that's where our hearts are meant to be as well. I pray you would renew our minds, our brothers and sisters here in the church, as, that you would as much as we would love, love and maybe even more than our family members. A heart that just wants to live for your glory. A heart that wants to live a life worthy of your be honest with yourself. Why did you come to The grace that has saved us, the blood that has washed things that I think the most as a pastor is this idea of consumer Christianity. Where people only come because it's a self-centered desire to be from that reminder that I'm filled or to experience something that focuses on themselves so that they can get something rather than give out, rather than give back. Again, as we've talked about, right, we come to church so that we can minister truly. As we talked about last week, you know, we, we come to church not to experience someone else's gifts, but to exercise our own. God, bring us back to what worship truly means. Your expectations from us. Bring us back to an excellence for our Christians. chapter 2 verse 1 to 5 says so if there's any encouragement in Christ to build each other any comfort from love any participation in the spirit any affection and sympathy complete my joy by being of the same mind having the same love being in full accord of one mind do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant to the basics, right? Going back to the word, going back to prayer, going back to what true worship means so that once you get those right, you can come back to church and minister to others and encourage others about what you read during the week. Pray for one another. brothers since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's where it starts. Forgiveness 
reconciliation with the holy God starts at the cross of Jesus Christ, recognizing that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, needing to repent and go towards God. And that only Jesus can save you. It starts there. I ask everyone to stand. As we enter into this time of reflection, just before we worship, everyone just bow your heads and close your eyes at this point. If you can, just reflect on everything that you've heard in these past few weeks, even in this past hour or so. What is it that you need to come back to? love for God's word? Is it, is it a proper posture when it comes to prayer? Is it a lifestyle of worship? Is it a love for the bride of Christ, the church, once again? it is, I pray that you would reconcile that with God this evening. Surrender again to recommit yourself again. Listen again, you cannot do this Christian life alone. You cannot do this Christian life in isolation. I've seen too many brothers and sisters fall away as a result of trying do this faith alone, trying to live for Christ alone. God saved us into a family. A family that is meant to give us hope and, and love on us and, and encourage us to persevere as we run this race in this world. Get connected, get plugged in, be part of the church once again. Let's pray.
listening. We hope that you were blessed by the sermon today. If you would like to learn about the gospel or know more about our church, please visit pluslifepeople.com. Remember to subscribe for more content. Until next time, stay blessed.